You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 351. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. As we are continuing our theme week all about physical self-care, today I'm excited to talk about food. And I know, I know, you hear this all the time, we should be eating healthy food to take care of ourselves, but I want us to think of it in a form of actual taking care of ourselves, as opposed to shoulda, woulda, coulda, the guilt that surrounds if you had food that you know probably wasn't the best for you, or The thought that you're eating just to eat instead of to fuel your body and take care of your body so you can function at higher levels. So that's what I want to talk about today, and that's in conjunction with yesterday's episode, which is all about sleep as a form of self-care. So foundationally speaking, sleep is the very first form of physical self-care we should be looking at. Food is the second and the next level up, which leads me to ask, how is your food as a form of self-care? So really, how is food, the food you actually eat, do you view it as self-care? Now, I have a story to share. Oh, back in the day, way back in the day, and I still have cravings for it, but back in the day, I viewed food as a form of self-care, but not good for me food as a form of self-care. I would emotionally eat, and this is something I still struggle with, but as I have done emotional management work, which is something that is huge in my life and something I help a lot of my clients that I mentor work through, more on that later, but as I have done emotional work, this has shifted. But prior to emotional work, oh my goodness, I was the kind of person that if I was having a hard time, it would be a can of frosting. Like, you know, the Betty Crocker, I can tell you. My favorite dessert, all-time favorite dessert, if it's not marzipan, because it's so rare. But even then, I think my all-time favorite dessert, if you want to call it a dessert, probably going to disgust a lot of you, is Betty Crocker, the can of frosting, Betty Crocker, whipped vanilla, the whipped kind, Put it in the freezer till it's cold and then pulling it back out and eating it with a spoon like you would ice cream. Oh, so good. (laughs) So good. But why is it so good? Because it was so emotionally numbing. I used it as such a strong form of numbing. I emotionally overate. And this is how how I know that this was the case. I had a period in my life that was pretty rough. And during that period, I would come home, sit on the couch, and eat frosting. I would go buy, like if they had a sale, it didn't even matter if it was a sale, I would go buy 10 anyways. But I'd buy 10 of those cans, put them all in my freezer, and I'd have a week and a half's worth of frosting. That's one a day, folks. (laughs) for a week and a half until I could get to the grocery store and get more. Now, this was a rough time in my life, 
But the key indicator of this being how I handled stress and emotions I didn't want to really deal with was my nephew passed away. And as we were a family sitting in my parents' kitchen, I looked at my niece and I said, I could really go for a can of frosting right now. Because that's all I could think of in terms of to numb this pain. So I was using food as a form of self-care that wasn't really self-care. It wasn't allowing me to explore the emotions I was feeling and to actually feel them. It wasn't allowing me to be healthier and happier. It wasn't taking my brain to new heights of clarity. It was, what can I do to numb and dull this pain that I feel? Now, I know that's kind of a weird turn for food for self-care, but there's another side of this. There's the side of this that is, we use food as a form of self-care that actually is a form of emotional manipulation and numbing and buffering. Or, and thank goodness there's an or, or we can use food as self-care as fuel, as something to bring us that mental clarity, to take us to those next levels of energy and emotional management. It's amazing the connection between food and our emotions, food and our relationships, food and our relationship with ourself, food and self-care, right? Now, I am not a nutritionist, so I'm not going to be the kind of person that says, do this diet, eat this, eat this, eat this. All I can do is share my own experiences. One of which is I went from eating cans of frosting to doing the emotional work that I needed to do to feel my feelings, to actually acknowledge them, know they weren't bad, and to lose a lot of extra weight that you get from eating cans of frosting every day for months on end. But part of that too is I stopped eating sugar. Now let me tell you about this. Stressed out Taylor still craves cans of frosting. Now, if I'm really stressed out and for some reason I'm in the grocery store, it takes all my willpower to not walk down the aisle that has frosting. Because if I, if I do, and I know that if I do, I will want to get that can of frosting. There's been so many times where I have been like, don't go down that aisle. Don't go down that aisle. You don't need that can of frosting. You're off of sugar and you're so much more mentally clear. You're emotionally there. And that's the biggest thing for me. When I cut out sugar that I use to numb my emotions, I realized that I would cut it out. And then if I went back to sugar, I'd be 10 times more prone to anger. I'd be so much faster on the draw to be pissed off at somebody or something that I didn't think was going the way it should go. But when I'm not on sugar... When I'm not eating sugar, I'm not that way. It doesn't happen near as fast. I don't get near as aggravated. And truthfully, I don't get near as stressed. So as we are discussing food as a form of self-care, I want you to ask yourself and look deeply at, are you using food as a form of quote-unquote self-care, which is actually manipulation and numbing and buffering? Or are you using food as a tool as a form of self-care to really help you elevate and escalate to those next levels in your life. For that mental clarity, that physical energy, 
the emotional management ability based on the foods that you are eating. Because if you are doing it in the other direction, that is self-care. And I know this for a fact because I have tested things out, right? I actually have an intolerance to garlic my whole life that I did not know I had. I would go out to eat at Italian restaurants and then I would get so tired and sick to my stomach and I could never make the connection until I started listening to my body, started seeing food as a form of self-care and started realizing like every time I eat Italian food, I get really sick and tired and like go sleep in the car while everybody is finishing dinner. Why is that? And I started testing things out and I realized I had a garlic intolerance. Also have a slight dairy intolerance. Those two kind of go hand in hand with Italian sauces, right? But I also realized that. So I try to stay away from those things now as a form of self-care and use food as a tool to help me as opposed to a tool to help hinder me. So I just want you to think about that. I know this was littered with my own stories, but take a look at your own life and see what it is that you are using food for and if it's a form of emotional manipulation and buffering or if you're using it as a form of self-care. So I'm going to leave you with that today. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned emotional management. This is one of my core areas of expertise as a transformational happiness coach and mentor. And it's something that I will have up on my website as a course available to you at the end of April, beginning of May. So, but if you are in the Utah area, I will be offering that class and then videoing it and putting it up on the website. But I'll be offering that class for free if you live in Utah and you are available to come. I have limited spots, so go to happinessabound.com, go under courses and check out emotional management for happiness. So all of that said, take a look at how you're looking at your self-care in terms of food, whether it's for buffering and manipulation or helping and building your life up. Really pay attention to what your body needs and works best with. For me, it's sugar is not a good thing and I had to really realize that. So look at what that may be for you and above everything else. Remember, you are capable of happiness abound.